Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am your host, your expert life strategist, Karina Calhoun, and this is the first episode of 2023. I'm super excited. Can you just hear the cheers and the roar, the crowd roaring? I can hear it. I know you all can hear it. I'm super excited. I have on the show today another special guest, and I'm not even going to say anything because I'm super excited. I'm super excited. I've been waiting to have this conversation with this young lady for some time, and it's finally happening today. (laughs) Sherry, how are you? I'm wonderful, Karina. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, Sherry, where in the world are you? I am in Smyrna, Georgia. Okay, okay, okay. Georgia, Smyrna, Georgia. I so my dad is from uh, Albany, Albany. How, wait, how did he pronounce it? Because he used to get on me about pronouncing it incorrectly. Al Albany is how he <laughs> pronounced it. Albany, Georgia, Terrell County, Georgia. He's passed uh, in 2018, but I do remember going to visit family and and things of that nature, but I've never been to Smyrna that I am aware of. I've been to Macon. Of course, I've been to Atlanta, so I have to make it a point to get down to Smyrna to see you because I just love, love, love chatting with you. So, Sherry, tell us how are you loving on the world around you these days? I am loving the world by providing outstanding services to my clients. Uh, This year, I've done something I haven't done before. I've incorporated the fruit of the spirit into my services. You know, Galatians 5.22 says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So I sat down and and just thought about how I could incorporate that in the services that I provide. And it has made a tremendous difference in my work and in the lives of my clients. They've been really appreciative of, of the efforts I've put forth so far. You know, I just off the gate, to me, that is, I mean, you're like literally coming out of the gate on this episode with fire. I mean, trailblazing, because one thing that I am absolutely keen on is the fact that there has been a decrease in empathy in the world. Mm. And so when I talk to someone that says, hey, I am running my business based on the fruit of the spirit. You can't, you can't help but to win. And the people associated with you can't help but to win. So tell us how that has been going. Okay, well, starting with love. The first thing I strive to do, Karina, is to treat my clients as if they are the most important person on the face of the earth. And that means shutting out the distractions. There's so many things that cry out for our attention, but but to shut off my phone, my um, the thoughts running through my head that may be consuming me about what I'm what I'm going to do with my next appointment, 
And I just focus entirely on them, give them my undivided attention. And then with joy, I solve a problem for them. I, uh, I had a client who gave me permission to share this and he owed over $5,000 in taxes. And after I took over his books, he owed around 5,000 instead of 50,000. So mm. solving a problem for them, um, that, and, and that's gonna look different for each person. And then for the peace, I provide accurate, up-to-date financial information that's at their fingertips. And then also I have a lot of clients that come to me and they may go a year or two without a bookkeeper. So they are behind in their financials. And so many of them have told me how grateful they are and how much peace they have now that they're caught up and they don't have that nagging sensation of leaving something undone. You know how that is when we're mm -hmm. leaving things undone. So, And then there's the patients. I have clients, uh, especially in these times, who are encountering difficulties, financial hardships, and I work with them, you know, for their payments. It's okay, you know, uh -uh. It, it may take a while, but I'm willing to work with you. I have one client who, where I could see how she was struggling, and I reduced her payments throughout for the end of the year, and she was just so grateful for that. Oh. And then there's... Um, goodness oh kindness and, and you mentioned that yes we do need that kindness that i give birthday discounts and then also right now i'm doing pro bono work so there are those people you know you just i'm going to help them you know that that feeling comes over here and then there's uh goodness i provide complimentary bookkeeping analysis with no um obligation whatsoever just to give you an idea of what it is that needs to be done and how I can help you. And then faithfulness. Uh, sometimes when you're doing an estimate for a client, you may not realize the complexity of the job or how long it's gonna take until you get started. And that has happened several times, but I honor the original quote that I give the client. So I, I, I take, loss to myself instead of going back up on the on the prices and then gentleness treat others the way you want to be treated that's just the golden rule and especially when you're dealing with money and and around tax time clients may be stressed already so they may snap at you <laughs> you know i refuse to take offense and i just reply in a calm yeah. manner you know because that's understandable and then there is uh, self-control, and that's where I just discipline myself to meet every deadline that, I, that I've told them. You know, if I say I'm going to do this work for you by a certain date, then I make sure that that's done. I love it. I love it. So, Sherry, what prompted you to start this? The, the business or this particular aspect of it? This aspect of it, using the fruit of the fruit spirit, of incorporating the fruit of the spirit in your everyday business workflow. I'm a part of a network group called Small Business Samaritans. And the leader of that is a gentleman by the name of Philip Saxton. 
and he brought it up in one of our meetings and I was so intrigued by it. I was like, I want to do that, you know, that because he was saying, think of ways you can do that. And so I just sat down and did it. And uh, when I first I came up that. with it, um, it wasn't too great, but I, I fine tuned it and I'm happy with it now. You know, and it's interesting that you say that, that when you first came up with it, when you first began, it wasn't too great, but you fine tuned it. And I think that's a part of really when you sit down and look at the fruit of the spirit, everything may not be um, all that great initially, but as you continue to flow, as you continue to move forward, as you continue to progress and you fine tune it, you listen and then you move, you listen, and then you move, then that's when, as you said, that fine-tuning comes in. But even as you fine-tuned it to this point, this may take off and be something even greater 18 months from now. You know, yes. you may have a complete you know, program that, that looks absolutely different from the day it, the way it does today, just really wrapped around this concept. And so that's one thing that I want to point out for the listeners, keep going, yes. you know, even if it doesn't seem like it initially, you know, because I can imagine that gentleman that you talked about having to owe the government $50,000, but had he not kept going, you know, I'm sure whomever told him initially, you know, you're going to owe $50,000. What if he stopped right there? Right. What if he didn't keep going? You know, but he kept going and he got to you. And then that number legitimately dropped. I want to put that in there, you all. It legitimately Legitimate. dropped. It wasn't something that Sherry finagled. Okay, so keep this in mind that when you're on this path of the fruit of the spirit, and the one thing that just keeps coming to my mind is the goodness of it all. Yes, man. Yes, man, absolutely. Man, man. And then to know that um, that you're helping someone that. That reminds me of when Jesus said it, it was his food to do the Father's will. Well, that's where I get my satisfaction in knowing that I'm really helping my clients mm -hmm. because um, they're in business to make a profit and uh, nobody wants to pay more than their fair share. So that's mm -hmm. why I take time to analyze every transaction. And that was how I discovered uh, the error with his books. Wow. It's just by analyzing every transaction as if it were my own actually yeah mm -hmm. well you know i i just have to say i honor you now for that because uh i can imagine the peace that he received you know and i don't want to i'm not listening you all that are listening i'm not harping on this one incident to try to hype sherry up i just as I said initially, there has been a decrease in empathy. And so I'm putting myself in this gentleman's shoes. If I had to owe 
And there's no way around that, okay? But then to have it reduced to $5,000, that is being able to sleep at night, peace, to keep going. So, you know. Well, I do want to say, Karina, he did owe the 50000 for the years prior to me. But when I took over, there was that reduction. Yeah. So Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So Sherry, how did you get into the bookkeeping business? What started Sherry just saying, this is what I want to do? <laughs> Karina, I was called to do this. Um, wow. And I was laid off of my job in 2011. And I immediately started looking for another position, but something just did not feel right the entire time I was looking. And and then the Lord impressed upon me to start my own business. Mm. And that um, that really took me by surprise. That wasn't something I'd ever dreamed of. My son is a serial entrepreneur. He's been trying to get me to do a lemonade stand, lemonade stand when he was 10 years old. So he's <laughs> always had that business mindset. But that was never something I wanted to do. So, um, but out of obedience, I began to put things into place. In mm-hmm. advertise, I I set up my QuickBooks and and I told friends and family, and nothing was happening. I mean, I wasn't getting clients. I thought since the Lord called me to it, surely it's going to be successful. Well, it was a challenge. It was very much a challenge, mm-hmm. and so I began to think that maybe I had missed it. And then one day, this perfect stranger walked walked up to me, and she said. The Lord told me to ask you why you hadn't done what he told you to do about that business. And of course, I was shocked. I I said, what? And she said, I don't know. I don't know you. And so I talked to her for a few more minutes. I was not about to let her go out of my sight. So after a few minutes, she said, I think it's got something to do with contacts. Well, the Lord had told me to visit small businesses and hand out my card. I conveniently forgot that part because I yeah. dreaded, I dreaded going to uh, businesses. So, but with that, um, with, with her approaching me, I knew I had no choice at that point. I mean, I can't wait and say, you know, I wasn't sure that was you. He made it clear. So after that, I started visiting the businesses and handing out my cards and, and it's really become enjoyable because uh, he also told me to tell him that he loves them as I mm. go and do that. And it, it's been, um, te- when, when you say the name Jesus, it's so powerful that mm-hmm. uh, the reaction you get is it, it's either they're, they're going to love it or they're going to hate it. It's not, you know, it, it's, it's powerful. And, um, and I recall one one particular business that I purposely avoided because I was like, surely the Lord doesn't expect me to go in there. And I will walk across in front of his business to get to another business. And I was in uh, BSF one day, that's Bible Study Fellowship. And the lady was talking about how God doesn't exclude anybody. And I mm-hmm. became convicted. I went back mm. to that tattoo parlor <laughs> and mm. I was, I went in there and the guy came out with the beard down to his belt, just as I envisioned and everything. 
And I told him I was a bookkeeper and I wanted to leave my card in case he needed it. And he's like, what is a bookkeeper? <laughs> so I explained to him what a bookkeeper was. And after that, I said, and I also wanted to tell you that Jesus loves you. And the guy literally melted before my eyes. Mm. And he said, um, I don't have a checking account, but I will tell them about Jesus. And um, mm. so that really, uh, I know the Lord was showing me that uh, not to judge people, you know, mm -hmm. because I just was determined there were certain businesses I would not go into. After that, there's no business. I go to them all. I go to mm -hmm. them. I go to them all. So that is that is a major part of my marketing now. It's just actually going out and visiting and handing out my cars and and uh, and it's it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable now. It's whereas before it was just terrifying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So a couple of questions just to, because I know that there are questions. So you said you knew God told you to start this business, but things just weren't, things were not panning out. How long from the time that you started it to this lady coming to you and saying, you know, God said, why are you not doing what I told you to do? So how long in between there did you actually work your business and not see movement? I think it was probably about two years. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I wanted you to, to say this, to speak this so that people understand God can tell you to do something. And that doesn't mean it's just like that all the time. Because again, we talked about that process of keeping you know, keep going of listening and moving, listening and moving, you know, because even during that two-year time period, I would imagine, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would imagine there were strategies and processes and different things that you had put into place that it may not have seen that it worked at that time, but that you learned from, you know, you gained information, wisdom, different things. So I would imagine even during that time frame, there was a lot that you actually gained from that. That that's a good point, Karina. Because I was actually reading a book recently where it said failure can be your friend. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Uh I did learn a lot um of different um different ways to even approach people, you know. Um I learned that that people value there there are certain things that people value and when I approach them I make sure that first of all I had a friend to tell me this was the one thing first thing I started doing she told me once that um, she had an interior I was commenting on her home it was so beautifully decorated and she said, uh, I had an interior designer knock on my door, perfect stranger, and ask me if she could design my home. Wow. And do her interior because she was in one of those neighborhoods that was being renovated. And she said, mm -hmm. the only reason I let her was because she was dressed to the nines. And, wow. and yes. So, of course, I was like, okay, I just hadn't been putting that much effort into it. You know, I wasn't wearing jeans or anything, but after that, 
and I noticed a, a, a huge difference. They, they received me more, you know, when I go in in my business attire and I look my best and I, and I speak with sir and ma'am and, and, you know, just, just the way I treat them, just the way I talk to them and, and the way I present myself just made a big difference and just like you said little changes um and one thing i had to deal with was um i'm not meant to be everybody's bookkeeper so it is okay Mm -hmm. to fire people as well there were some people Mm -hmm. that just not going to do business that way so i just have to like okay you're just not my client maybe it's best you know someone else does your books because as you said, I'm going to have to do it uh, in a legitimate way. Mm-hmm, so that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So don't be afraid to say no, and I and you don't have to take every person that that comes to you. Absolutely, Sherry. I do have a, a question. You know, you you said that when you went to the tattoo parlor, and the gentleman gentleman came out and he had the beard down to till his to to his belt buckle. And he said, what exactly is a bookkeeper? So that's the question that I want you to answer for us, for the listeners, because there may be some folks that are listening that, you know, have a business and they're saying, but what is a bookkeeper and why do I need one? So can you answer actually those two questions? What is a bookkeeper and why does someone need one? Okay. A bookkeeper is someone who takes care of your daily transactions they record your transactions, they categorize them so that at the end of the day, you know exactly how much money was spent and and where it was spent, how much and where. Say, for example, you have office supplies and you spent $30, you know, $30 uh, went to the office supplies, maybe $20 went to uh, a repair that you needed that day. But you take every transaction, every expense, and you categorize it uh, so that it generates a profit and loss at the end of the month. So it will categorize all the income. Suppose you're selling different products. Uh, You want to know if selling flowers makes more money than selling just your plants. So all of your income is categorized, and then all of your expenses are deducted. And, and whatever your profit is, that's your bottom line. Or if you made a loss, if that does happen too. But uh, it's your bottom line number for the month. And that's a good question, Karina, because when I visit businesses, a lot of times uh, they would ask me that, what is a bookkeeper? Uh-huh. And uh, I would be surprised. And usually they would tell me I have a CPA. Well, a CPA uh-huh. is good and you do need a CPA, but you need someone who does your books on a regular basis, not just once a year. So mm. some people do think that they just need someone to do their taxes. You need to know your numbers on a monthly basis because, for example, when the government gave out grants, you couldn't get that grant without a profit and loss. You had mm-hmm. to have it. And that's when people realize, where do I get one? Well, that's where a bookkeeper comes in. You can't get a grant. You can't get a loan. You can't get anything without a profit and loss. So mm-hmm. if you want to grow your business and and also it helps you with your taxes, if you're waiting once a year to get your taxes done, uh, you may walk in and get shot and you have no idea. Whereas if you have a bookkeeper 
who provides a report on a monthly basis of your income, you have an idea at tax time exactly how much money you're going to owe. It's no surprise. So, mm -hmm. so that, you know, and I'm reminded of my previous corporate America background was in the mortgage industry. And so as a processor and underwriter, we would always have to go back to business owners and say, hey, listen, I need a current profit and loss, a P&L. And I can't tell you how many times we would go to these individuals and they would not have one and they would have to create one, quote unquote, on the fly um, because they, you know, didn't have a bookkeeper. Um, and they couldn't understand why it was needed. Well, that's actually going to help you qualify for that mortgage loan um, if you are indeed self-employed. And so it is necessary. And I think this is something that really need, needs to be talked about a lot more because, you know, I have I have seen people who make um tons of money, but they're broke for so many different reasons. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that if they had a legitimate fruit of the spirit carrying bookkeeper, okay, then maybe not so much because you're able to look at those numbers and say, listen, you probably want to do this, you know, that because I can see here you've got uh, pro advisor. So you're able to look at that and really uh, identify some things for the entrepreneurs, which I think is absolutely key. So Sherry, give us your, I see that you have Reconcile for You LLC. Tell us how we can get in touch with you. Uh, yes, my website is reconcileforyoullc.com. Uh, my email address is reconcileforyoullc at gmail.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn. You can look me up under Sherry Allison and, and it will come up. I love it. Sherry, thank you so very much for op opening up 2023 with blazing fire. I absolutely love what you're doing, incorporating the fruit of the spirit. Or should we look at it as you're incorporating your business into the fruit of the spirit? <laughs> yes. Because you got to start with that first. Yes. So uh, we honor you in all of your endeavors, all that you're doing. And thank you so very much again for being on the show. So folks, this has been another great episode of Go Be Great with Coach Karina. I'm your host, Coach Karina Calhoun, and we've had Sherry Allison of Reconcile for You, LLC. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day.